0: And welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. We are continuing our top 100 favorite Star Wars characters today, and this is part six of seven. We're doing rankings 11 through 19 today, starting with 19, working our way up to 11. I am Colton Robertson. I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up? What up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And for anyone joining us for the first time this week on this project, I can't blame you. You know, the top 20, it's the most intriguing. It's the most like, oh yeah, who you got in the top 20? Well, you know, we've got tons of great characters in that bottom 80. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to Star Wars, I started love, I love all these characters from the bottom of the list to the top. You know, I got, uh, had some interactions on Twitter. I've been posting up on Twitter about like where, where everybody is. I'm running that down. and like someone had a particular problem with uh Cobb vanth being as low as he was and uh i was like hey man i love Cobb vanth don't get me wrong 85 85 there are like i had 200 characters that i had to whittle down to 100 <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like the fact that he's in the top 100 is a fucking that that's that means i like the guy you know like i had so many characters <laughs> so that said if you're joining us for the first time, can't blame you. You're definitely getting in for the, the real meat of the matter here, all the biggest characters in Star Wars. Uh, but there are tons of great characters in the bottom the bottom 80 that we, we've discussed at length. So mm-hmm. all that's there for you in parts one through five. But it is time for part six, starting with 19, working our way up to 11. Would you like to kick us off today?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. This is one that is a lot of mysteries surrounding this character right now. Um, not why he is here. Um, but I'll start with the last, I think of the rebels crew and it is Ezra Bridger for me. Mm. I think Kanan was last, um, yeah. I believe was my 20. Um, and then now, um, now Ezra, Ezra will, will, will top the, the rebels crew for me. But, uh, not you know not the where is he now, and what you know and all the ahsoka implications of you know why he's here no, I just i really Ezra was my favorite of the rebel crew just cause i I felt like it was just through through his viewpoints a lot and we we were learning through him um and it was a very interesting, not just um light the whole time like there there were you know questions of like with uh I don't know, just Maul, Ezra and Maul, their storyline, you know, is, is, is incredible, but also just Kanan and Ezra are amazing the whole time, um, and Ezra, like, I don't know, just Ezra from the very start, um, like, the way he even, like, forms his lightsaber, you know, like, a gun and a lightsaber in one, like, I don't know, you just don't see that before, and like, it's no, just, gnarly. he's, he's, uh, he's just very bright, and he's, I don't know, it's very one of unique. a kind, very yeah, original very Jedi, yeah. yeah, just very unique, no. and... And I don't know, he's obviously important um mm. to the Ahsoka storyline here. Um whether he's gone, dead, alive, more powerful, old, younger, I don't even know. I don't know what the heck's going on with that. I don't understand. Um but uh but no, I'm I, uh any anything we can do to get him in live action, I don't know. That's that's what I wanna see.
0: No, I'm certainly um, excited for it. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. I've said this a couple times now. I've started our Rebels, a uh, Rebels rewatch since mm. I uh, since I gave away all my Rebels picks at like basically the 40s. Uh, that's changed. They would have been easily 20s, maybe even this high. Like I'm like uh, yeah. I feel remiss to have put them as low as I did, but mm. uh,
1: they're good. Yeah, they're, they're fucking good, man. The family. It's such they a are. I don't know.
0: Mm. But yeah, man, I love me some Ezra Bridger. I think that uh, I I put him a little bit a little bit too low for what uh, for how I feel about him now. You know, it took me a while to warm up to Ezra. I've had an interesting admiration for Ezra. You know, like uh, when I first watched Rebels, I thought uh, I was much more fascinated by Kanan and Hera hmm. and uh, their their whole thing that they had going on. Those were definitely that's like the crux of the show for me, the heart of the show for me, but. Upon the, I think this is my third, my second rewatch of Rebels. I've rewatched it once and now I'm watching it again right now. And man, Ezra and Kanan's relationship is way more intimate than I ever, like ever really glommed onto. You know, there's Mm. this moment where, uh, I mean, the season one finale of Rebels, whenever Kanan's under the impression that Ezra's dead and that he, he is free of fear to take on the Inquisitor, you know, the Inquisitor's like, uh, you know, like what's up now? I just killed your homeboy. And he's like, you know, you just, now you're fucked. You just did it. I don't know. You don't know who you're messing
1: with. Yeah. Um,
0: I love me some Ezra, man. Just a, just a great character and the insecurities that that character has, you Mm know, uh, I, I brought up last, last episode, the, uh, uh, when he's finding his Kyber crystal and he has this whole force vision where he's back on the ghost and uh, he's listening to, he's, he's overhearing a conversation between Zeb, Hera and Sabine where Zeb's like, oh, I just can't wait to have my room back to myself. If he doesn't come back, that's going to be great. And, and Hera's like, ah, don't say that. And Zeb's mm. like, what don't act like you're going to miss the kid. And uh, he's like, she's like, no, I am. And it's because he can provide something for our cause. That's all I care about. And wow. Sabine, and Sabine's like me. I pity him, you know. I feel bad for the kid. He's just a he's just a little kid, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, and he's like, no, 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 this isn't real. Like that's not how they view him. He knows that they're his family, but that's how he fears they view yeah. him. That's that's his deepest oh. insecurity from each of them. And I like, uh, I just love that he he recognizes them as his family by the end of season one. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful arc that character's gone on. And uh, I can't right. wait for the future of him.
1: Oh yeah, no. I, if he when he, I don't know if it's just the hologram and that's all we're getting for now, and it's maybe more of like a later down the road reveal. Who knows? But if Thron's coming this early, I don't know. I'd say Ezra. Ezra's if Thrawn's back,
0: to... Ezra's got to be somewhere. You Come know? yeah.
1: Um, so g- just let it happen. I won't. I don't know. Maybe episode. I don't know. I don't. I'm not hoping episode one. Maybe it's a, a big reveal. You know, it, maybe season one finale. I don't know, or uh, I don't know, but we'll see. We I'm interested see. to see how they bring them in,
0: but uh, hmm. but yeah. All right. Well, then my nineteen. This is where I have my final character that has not appeared on screen. This is a comic right. book character mm-hmm. with a couple of her own titular runs. Doctor Afra. Doctor
1: Afra. Did I spell it right? I did. That one's pretty beautiful. Pretty simple, though. I know. Love you, Doctor Afra. Give her uh, her real name, though. I don't know if I could have got that. Chelly um, Afra. Yeah. yeah. Chelly yeah. Lona. Lo, Lo, Lona Afra. L O N A. Mm-hmm. Middle name. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, Chelly Afra. You know, wonderful, wonderful character. Uh, Indiana Jones in space. Uh, archaeologist. Space archaeologist going from uh. planet to planet. Kind of uh, similar to Fee in that she is liberating ancient wonders, but much more. Uh, not so kind in terms of what she'll do with the artifacts At that. She will, she'll, she's a little conniving. She'll do what it takes to get her score and she'll, uh, mm-hmm. she'll sell it to the highest bidder. She's about her money. You know, it's not a, it's not necessarily, uh, I'm, I'm returning it to the people who it rightfully belongs to. No, I'm i I'm a sell that shit. <laughs> uh, and she does Fair take enough. her stands. You know, she's not an empire sympathizer or anything. She won't sell to the empire. She faces the empire on numerous occasions. Uh, but uh yeah she's a uh, she's got this anti-hero ambiguity to her that's really compelling you know she you can tell she wants to be good and she she does her best to be good at most points but uh she has a self-destructive tendency that screws her in the long run and the people she loves in the short term uh very very like uh, Saul Goodman Tony Soprano sort of like they have this thing to them where they're like god it would be so nice if i was just a good person and i know i could i know i could be but i can't help but keep doing the things that are ruining the people around me and that's kind of Mm -hmm. that's kind of dr afra's bag uh and that's what makes her so compelling uh she's a self-destructive uh mess and she's but she is caring and she is loving and she shows these flashes Mm -hmm. of uh brilliance and i just i just really love the character i think that's going to be i'm praying one day we can get her folded into on screen whether it's animation or live sc- or mm-hmm. or live action uh i just love me some doctor afra i think the comics have done her wonderful justice she's one of my most read comic book characters because i've read uh, every issue of doctor Afro that exists at this point uh but it's uh, okay yeah, yeah, she's got she's got a bright future in Star Wars. I'm I'm looking forward to whatever she has in store for us.
1: Don't know if you were, I don't know for trying not to spoil something of her storyline, but I just see it just a very big character that's involved with her, um, like big bad guy enlisted. Oh, Vader. By, like,
0: yeah, uh, yeah I do not yeah, know no, if that, I you not know, know if you were
1: trying, to, but yeah,
0: yeah, that's kind and, of a it's kind of a launching off point for her character mm, is that she used okay. to serve like not serve Vader, but they were. He you says know, she was recruited by him after the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To kind of, you know, and she, I said she's not an Imperial sympathizer and she doesn't hmm. believe in the Empire, but she'll. If it helps her get a buck. She'll go that's ahead and sell
1: information. Yeah, that is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So Vader, Vader. And she, that's what's cool about her, too, is she spends the rest of the series because uh, that's kind of a launching off point hmm. for her character. Okay. Vader being who recruited her. Uh Semi trying to atone for it, mostly running away from her fear of Vader. A mm. uh, lot of a uh, lot of intersections with massive characters for the comic book original characters. You know, Doctor affers had a lot of run-ins with, you know, the rebellion, the rebellion gang like Luke, Leia, and Han. Oh, and all of them. they've cool. uh, they've all crossed paths on a few times. Uh, but, yeah, love me some Dr. Aphra. Uh, homies with Black Hresantan. She's got these two droids oh, hell at the beginning yeah. of her run that are named Triple uh, Zero, and I can't remember the astromech, but they're basically just, like, dark c one po
1: Yeah. B-T, they're... like B-E-E-T-E-E in text. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah, B-T, yeah,
0: B-T. Uh, oh. uh, they are... Uh, the dark counterparts to c3po and r2d2 like they're, <laughs> they're oh that'd be absolutely sick. no they're like evil and they're like killing machines they're incredible at doing it uh <laughs> oh that'd be awesome and like triple zero is like incredibly menacing like it's like oh you do not want to fuck with that protocol droid that murders people uh wow that's that that'd be cool to see yeah i yeah, no. But yeah, I love me some Doctor Aphra. She's uh she's had some great uh, relationships with uh, Magna Tolvin and uh Sana Staros. Really compelling uh representation in Star Wars two. She's super gay. Um mm. but yeah, she's a wonderful character and uh, I love I love Doctor Aphra. I'm looking forward to anything else we can get from her. So uh nineteen Doctor Aphra. Love her. Well, I'm going
1: um I guess I didn't. I didn't mean for it to happen this way. Um, it's kind of in a, a different pair, but it kind of paired well with Ezra, um, actually, because um, this is where Maul is for me, oh. um, and just you know, being a prequel baby, um, this is I don't know what I opened. This is the first villain I saw. You know, big or just in those movies. You know, you you, you know this dude's just bad, and he's got that double lightsaber. As a kid, there was no cooler villain than Darth Maul to me. Like, honestly, like, I liked Darth Vader, and I was afraid of him, but I was honestly probably more afraid of Darth Maul. Like, I I, I had more, like, actual kind of nightmares, I'd say, of Darth Maul, just because of how just scary he looked. You know, just devilish. Like, yeah, literally. scary motherfucker. Um, but more of, you know, my favoritism comes from, you know, I, I like him just because I'm a prequel baby, and he, that fight just between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, and, you know, him is just ingrained in my brain forever um, but now it's it's more of like the, the Clone Wars arcs and the, the Rebels arcs that he, I don't know, just the, the Mandalore um, and, and his, him just trying to, to Kenobi, just Sam Witwer just absolutely Kenobi. owning the role as well um, helps and uh, I don't know Maul oh, yeah. has, uh, I don't know if maybe, who knows, these the spikes on the helmet if, if they'll come back to him, who knows uh, one day uh he's he he's still alive even through this kenobi slice somehow they'll bring him back no he's he's gone he they he better be dead no yeah, he's done. I he's done sure. um, yeah i but... swear to god um i swear to god
0: he's dead as fuck now but yeah. uh no yeah one of those rare characters who makes their debut in live action and then their most compelling story happens in animation you know it's uh It's not a common jump, you know, we see a lot of characters Mm. jump from animation to live action, but Mm, very rarely, you know, like, I know Anakin, Obi-Wan, all the base characters did make the leap to animation for the Clone Wars. But even then, the bulk of their story doesn't happen in the Clone Wars, it happens in live action. Mm. Uh, Maul's the opposite. The bulk of his story, all of his story, you know, like, I mean... He hardly has a story in the Phantom Menace. His entire story happens in animation, which is super cool.
1: The Phantom Menace. It's just, here's my new apprentice. It would be done. Go kill. You know, he almost runs over Anakin and then has to fight Qui-Gon for a little bit, but then they just jump on the ship, get out Mm -hmm. of there. And then they, you know, obviously the, the fight there, there, and that happens there, but but that's that's about it. Slice a nap by Obi-Wan and that's it. There you go. Um, <cycle Shiva>
2: he just had a
1: shrine of sateen <Glassboro> to, dude was just thriving off of the the thought that he killed kenobi like, just ah oh, what a what a twisted preacher very
0: very demented man <laughs> uh, <avía> another one that's had some great expansion in comics you know there's there's a couple great uh, darth Maul runs mini uh, mini series and uh, they're really, really well done. I've always really enjoyed the Maul comics, so I strongly recommend those as well. Kind of, also, they kind of fill in some gaps from the Clone Wars. You know, I've I've talked many a time about the uh, the whole Rook cast and Gar Saxon mm-hmm. going and finding Maul and ascending him to the throne of Mandalore. Essentially, that happens in comic books. That doesn't happen in the Clone Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, like that's well, like that's a story.
1: But they're uh, they're those characters are in.
0: They are also yeah, in Clone Wars. Just uh, those events don't happen. In those movies. specific events okay. where they go and get Maul and bring him back to Mandalore, uh, that that sort of thing, or like recruit him to their cause, that specifically happens in uh, in the Clone Wars. But uh, yeah, man, or not in the Clone Wars in the comics, it's a, mm. uh, a hell of hell of a story. He's got uh, very mm-hmm. long spanning, uh, and I I got to imagine that at some point we're spending a lot of time in this post episode three pre episode four timeline he is running crimson dawn for a long time feel yeah and like
1: isn't that like i don't know i feel like maul's really not like that little post was it a post credit scene for solo it
0: it was not a post credit scene it was just just, part of the movie but yeah
1: oh yeah like uh like i don't know i feel like i don't know there's still something more to to
0: do with maul well and again Um, i think that Disney is doing all it can to avoid Solo like a wildfire, which is ridiculous because there's so much from that movie that can be acted on and acted on compellingly. And I just can't believe they haven't. Um, yeah. But
1: I don't know. But but that's the thing is that Maul's already here uh, where, we, where we got him now. And it's seemingly, you know, he keeps coming back it's somehow yep. in stories. Somehow Darth uh, Maul has um, returned. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's gonna it. be
1: you know not, it's not just palpatine anymore it's it's everybody now they're getting everybody back the Sith. Yeah. um but i don't know yeah, the no. the ezra i didn't mean to put him next to ezra i uh, just kind of yeah, i guess happened that way that.
0: but uh i don't know kind of there you go i love that yeah. love that um my 18 i'm going uh back to the rebellion um this is where I have Rogue One's Jin Urso. Oh, love me some Jin. Uh, one of my one of my all time favorite characters in Star Wars. Uh, one of the best protagonists in any Star Wars movie or Star Wars anything for my money, as is displayed with her being top twenty here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love the the journey that character goes on, even just over the course of that movie, going from this. Uh, you know what she says to saw in the middle of in the middle of his base you know it's not a problem if you don't look up about the imperial flag flying over the galaxy to being the one who goes to the center of the rebellion and being like we have to do this Mm. you know rebellions are built on hope this is this is the key we have to we have to attack scarif send everything you have and ultimately they turn her down and she does it anyway and that's like she Uh. becomes an ultimate rebel over the course of that movie and it's so it's so cool to see you know I think that uh, she's just got a great just a fantastic performance by Felicity Jones as well as Jenner. So I think that's one of the uh, one of the things that really cinches that character there is that it's just so wonderfully performed um god I love I love me some Jenner. So you we know? Gotta I gotta get think that, that
1: show I don't know this just yeah, write it Right or just get it, yeah, get it out there. Something get it out there. Put it, yeah, put it, know. put
0: it down on, put it down on paper, man. No, I, uh, I love, I love the events of Catalyst, uh, a Rogue One novel, and the Rogue One novelization. The way they key us in on Jen Urso's story a little bit more, her thought process and stuff, you know. Because there's this thing in the movie where you can't really tell that this is where her head's at, but in the book in the novelization, uh, Jyn resents her father like crazy, resents Galen. Like mm. he left, he chose that over us, you know, like what, why would he do that? You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's not until that hologram message that she realizes she's had her dad wrong. So that's oh. why she's flooded with emotion and is breaking down crying and stuff. Like, it's not just that her she misses her dad and her dad's uh, saying, oh, I never gave up. I, I, I've been fighting for you. Yeah. Everything I do, I do for you. It's that she... She realizes he meant it when he said that, you know, everything I do, I do for you. And I, uh, I, I love that. I love that character. Love that story. And, uh, that those final moments spent with Cassie and Andor, man, just a wonderful, wonderful, like interesting parallel story there starting as like the looking out for yourself. Don't worry about Mm -hmm. what the empire's got going on. And then ultimately becoming the image of what the rebellion should be. Um, yeah, Jen's the shit, man. Love me some Jen. She reignited the passion for the cause that Cassian had. You know,
1: I mean, there's a reason one of the most beautiful Star Wars movies is
0: has her as the main character. Yeah, you know? there's, there's, there's a
1: the story is beautiful, is, and that's that's why that movie just, I don't know, it, we are blessed to have that movie and that I don't know it that strengthened Star Wars so much. Like, oh, absolutely. Like we, I don't know the plans that were handed off. You know. And, you know, I never really thought about what had to go into getting the plans of the Death Star. You know, I just always took it. Yeah, they had that, and they, they knew where to blow up the thing, and they blew up the thing, and they blew up the Death Star. But just the fight that alone that had to just get the plans in the first place and the sacrifice, you know, like how beautiful that story is just for that alone. Just that little mm-hmm. itty-bitty, you know, piece of the Star Wars story. Um, but yeah, I hope, I don't know. I hope it's we get some flashbacks or something. I don't know. I hope Jen is involved somehow in live action again.
0: um, Yeah, man. Well, that's what's interesting is that like, there's also this thing where like the most compelling part of her story is the one that we saw, you know, like beyond that, Mm. it's mostly, it's mostly, I mean, like she does a lot of cool shit with saw over the course of their time together. So like that, that'd be what I would be looking for. But uh, yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good story to tell, I think, with her, and I, you know, they did they did tell us the story that if they never wanted to bring her back, they oh would yeah, have to, totally you know? fine. But I yeah, would love I to see, I would love to see more gin, yeah. man. That'd be a, that'd be super cool. So yeah, I have a gin or so at eighteen. Oh, wow, uh,
1: not at eighteen. It's my seventeen, but another gin, I guess. I got Qui Gon Jin here, mm. um, so not quite gin, but but uh, Qui Gon. This is where the uh where just so happened Maul and, and Qui-Gon. That that was the duo I thought that was like I put here by a kind of accident, but then I'm like, "Oh, Ezra's kind of there too." But it was mainly just uh I I think I put it was Maul was above Qui-Gon, I think, um at one point. And then I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I can't I can't mm. do that." You know, Qui-Gon's not in a whole lot and there's a lot more I think with Maul that I like. But Qui-Gon is just the the ki- like the type of Jedi that I like. Hmm. That's just very rare. the The guy that isn't he sees the he's kind of like the good version of Count Dooku. If mm-hmm. if Count Dooku never went full blown dark. dark, yeah, yeah, dark. Um, he's just chill. He understands like it, where he is. He understands the flaws of you know the Council and everything. And and he he saw the importance of Anakin. You know, and I would I just really like to think if if Maul doesn't kill him here, you know is a whole lot different if Qui-Gon can train Anakin um the mm-hmm. duel of the fates you know we get that that fight the uh, I mean that the it's just I don't know I, I say it's a fight but it's not I don't it's not really just a fight it's like you also get the the score along with it like that alone mm-hmm. just that one song is incredible um, and Qui-Gon is the reason you know you you we, we talked about how like um, Ezra was thought to be dead, and Kanan was like, all right, now you fucked up. Uh, we get that with, with Obi-Wan, you know? He goes, well, now I, I kind of know. I mean, he, he saw him actually get stayed. You know, he's like, okay, this is not good. He's probably, I don't know, like, I'm now I, it I, I gotta go, and, and we I mean, come on. one of <laughs> That, that block behind the back never gets old, always, hard. Swear, always hard always oh, hard bro oh it's the one I
0: always think of immediately, you know? Like uh the fact that Maul just pushes both sides of his sabers at the same time, you know, and just like like ah, it's just so it's it just, just such a clean choreograph- choreographed fight, man. Mm-hmm. And uh But Qui-Gon there, he's he's peaceful at those doors, you know. Mm-hmm. He's he's sitting
1: down, he's meditating. He knows you know right whenever they're about to come open. And I, I learned the reason for those doors. Um, just recently and they actually well who knows if they actually planned this from the start but I guess like that's like a reactor or something like that that mall fell into mm. and it's protecting like all the the harmful like radiation that can escape the room that's why there's multiple layers of like the lasers or whatever and mm. they need to let power out they can open it and like actually I, I guess that's what it's for is like to keep it in so I guess like that makes sense if, if that's true and it's like, whatever, like, what was, did Gideon just have like a, I don't know. Was that like, I don't know if Gideon, I guess. I he, was,
0: I just took that as like layers of protection. You yeah. Know,
1: that, Gideon. I think that was more of what he did it for was just like, yeah, we can't, I got guards in between each one as well, you know, sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know where I, I heard that the power thing, but. I have no uh, idea.
0: Just cause but, like, it is interesting, like why have these doors in this random spot and why like there's gotta be in, a like, some
1: sort of power. Like that was like behind the hangar of, mm-hmm. Naboo, you know, it's like, yeah. so it's like probably just like their power. I don't know, whatever the fuck their power, they, source how they generate power. power. And then how it looked sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Super cool. Those like oh, yeah. giant purple beams shooting up through the, and in the Lego games, you could
1: jump in them and that's how you actually go up. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, elevators. Yeah. Um, in the at least in the GameCube games, uh, th- those are the Lego Star Wars games I know. That ah. was when I refer to Lego
0: Star Wars, that's I always refer to. Yeah, I'll never it forget as the, the, the like loop you like ran around with Maul, and like you had to like jump up all these different platforms and try to chase him up oh, there. And and like oh my god, yeah, oh man. And then you, the first time it was hard
1: because you had to like I don't know whatever. But then you could just do it on story mode and do it with Jar Jar and just yeah, poof, 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 just go yeah. up and it's no problem. But. But yeah, I don't know. But Qui-Gon, that's uh, where this Love all, that. I guess, originated from. Uh, but even, I don't know, and like, uh, Obi-Wan, we got, we got Force Ghost Qui-Gon, you know, he's he's still popping up. Uh, we got Tales of the Jedi Qui-Gon. Mm. Um, so, so, I don't know. Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, not, not just uh, Phantom Menace. So, oh, but yeah, I don't know. Right. I like more more. he's up there just for the the kind of Jedi he is and uh, what he stood for and yeah. like, his his values and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I've,
0: I've got him. I've got him on my list, even higher than that. You know, like I, I love me some Qui Gon. Uh, he's a he's a great character, and uh, he'll be popping up before long for sure. Hmm. Had to put him above them all. Couldn't let the guy kill yeah, him. Couldn't couldn't know. let that happen. Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't. Um. <laughs> but uh, at my seventeen, I'm taking it to the sequel trilogy. Uh, this is where I have Finn uh f n two one eight seven uh love- love me some finn John boyega did a fantastic job for performing uh performing finn and uh you know I always talk about it every time Finn comes up because i can't blame anyone for feeling any sort of way about the way his story went. I do think marketing leads us one direction, led John boyega one direction I think he absolutely got screwed, but even so removing yourself from what could have been, I think he still got one of the best arcs in all of star wars uh from an a first order stormtrooper taken from his family at a young age and never never actually giving in to their ways you know he was mm-hmm. trained he did all this but then on his first mission he doesn't do what he's been trained to do his entire like life
1: that detail that one detail that that was his first mission he was just mm-hmm. a janitor you know the whole yep. he just cleaned that he didn't do anything bad at all and then on his first mission, he couldn't do it. Like that's yep. such a good detail to like love include it. in there.
0: I love it. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I think and... He, he watches his comrade die and pour, scrape the blood across his face, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, the same for me, dog. I'm, a, I'm a figure <laughs> a way out of this shit." Um, yeah, absolutely uh, love that. You know, and uh, there, there's this there's this arc that I think is really there's this line that's crucially important to his entire story in the fa- in the Force Awakens when Maz Kanata. Takes her glasses or her goggles Mm -hmm. and like turns them up, and her eyes get Mm -hmm. real big. And she's, he's like, "What's happening?" Uh,
1: You live long enough,
0: you see. see... Yeah, Yeah.
1: this is the. These are
0: the eyes of a man who is running, Uh, who wants to run, and he, you know, he gives in and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to run." Have you seen the first order? There's no way we stand (laughs) a chance against them. Ray's like, "Yo, dude, what the fuck?" And he's like, "I mean it. Come with me. Run away. Everything will be fine." And even in the Last Jedi, that continues. He's ready to run but he's ready to run to save Ray, which is he's got a purpose at that point to save Ray. But then it comes back around through Rose Tico, making him realize what is important. Mm. Him going, okay, I need to save the resistance. That is what I need to come back and I need to help them figure this out. And uh, I just absolutely adore that. You know, I think that he, he makes a choice. He decides he's done running. He becomes a resistance fighter officially in the last Jedi. And, uh, I think there's still plenty of story to follow up on with Finn. You know, I think that we, with the new Jedi order movie with Bo or with Bo with Ray, uh, Mm -hmm. we're almost certainly going to get John Boyega back as Finn. I I sure hope. I sure hope. Has he,
1: has he said anything yet? I know there's still, but there's been rumors. Yeah, Yeah, there's been
0: rumors. So I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping I'm holding out hope for it. But, uh, the fact that he hasn't said anything, a pretty outspoken guy, um, is a good sign to me. Um, maybe
1: it's kind of like a Han Solo, you know, like sort of thing where like Harrison Ford hate like he and you know, he's just he doesn't really care that much, but he did it, you know. And mm. I th- I don't think it's like that with John Boy. I, I think like he'll come back if he will come back, he'll come back like for Daisy Ridley, yeah, and like for like for just to get everyone back, you know. And like if yeah. um I don't know, I just I want to see just Ray Poe Finn uh BB Eight. We'll see the whole group Chewy? back together, man? Yeah, Chewie.
0: Uh... Yeah, Chewie. Uh, yeah, Lando. Yeah, uh,
1: Lando. Yeah, all those characters
0: popped up. Yeah, there's there's a lot of potential, man. There's a lot of potential and a lot of potential of Finn's story. But even so, mm-hmm. that that arc from Stormtrooper to oh. Resistance General. Um, mm-hmm. I lo- there's this there's this part in The Rise of Skywalker where where Poe and Finn like Poe elevates Finn. He's like, I can't do this without you you're going to be a general. And he's like, cool. And then they're like, you know, those like memes were wherever, like the d- jokes were like, doctor, doctor, doctor. And they're all like mm-hmm. shaking hands. They like to it. But like in general, they're like general, general. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just cute as hell. You know, I, uh, I love Finn. I love Poe. I love their relationship. Yeah. I love Finn and Ray. You know, I love that. Th- there's that moment at the end of the last Jedi, whenever uh, Ray does lift the rocks, um, as she joked was all the force was earlier in the movie. Um, when she pushes them to the side, her and Finn just wrap each other up in like this giant hug. I just adore it. And, uh, yeah, I love me some Finn. So I have him here at 17.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, this is, I guess, uh, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm really onto spoiling the people, uh, that I, I don't know, just talking about him before the pick, but this is where I have Han Solo, um, and quite Man. the drop from last time. I think last year I might have had him at like seven, I think, is where I had him. Um, and now he's 16. Uh, so I don't know, it's, it's, and I love – and then that's the thing. I, we just got done talking about, like, man, Disney's trying to avoid Solo all they can, uh, and why? It's such a great movie. And I agree. I lo- like, I love that movie, and, like, I don't care that it's a different actor whatsoever. That's not, like – and this the story that was told was great, and I never for once didn't think that that was Han Solo on screen. So I have yeah, no all beef with that. did a fantastic and job there. There's no reason – like, no hatred towards Han that caused him to drop. It is solely – the love for other characters that has That's just strong. grown yeah. stronger. So like, yeah, I mean, he's still in the top 20. He's above Qui-Gon Jin, Maul, like Ezra above the whole rebels crew. Yeah. I love Han Solo. He's part, he's part of the core group, you know, like these, it's a character who we started out with, who, you know, the, the, you know, the hero who didn't want to be a hero and never wants to, you know, he just Rich hates shot was
0: one in a million kid. <laughs>
1: and I mean, Hey, in the sequels too, you know, that, that yeah, no look shot there. Dude. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's, maybe he's just been in the game that long, you know, he's just, just like he's that. like that, but I don't know, maybe, or headcanon, if you, if you just have sex with a Jedi, you know, yeah, Leia, you know, I don't know. Maybe it just,
0: maybe it just rubs off on you a little bit.
1: Literally. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: literally, literally get, um, getting forced. I don't know. It. I don't know. Um,
1: but, or, or it's just, I don't know. I, I don't want to think about it that way. Um, but no, Han, uh, he's just. It's, it was just, this was the one that I was just so sad to see, like, fall this low, but then every character above, I'm just like, man, I really like the stories that they're telling right now, and like, just the way I'm feeling for these characters right now is just a little stronger, uh, which is insane. Um, I can't blame you.
0: I can't blame you, you know, I, uh, Han did see a little bit of a drop for me as well. He was at two last year, and, uh, I don't have him top two anymore. I don't even have him top five, but he will not be in this episode. I still, I still have him Mm. top ten.
2: That's good.
0: Uh, but he did. He did drop about the same amount as he did for you. You know, like it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that it's anything Han did particularly. It's just that the love I've gained for a few other characters it's just grown really? exponentially. You know, I mean, it's, I've
1: I've three D printed two of his guns. Yeah, um, that's I've, right. I've uh, the Falcon. I've I've I printed that. I have
0: like I don't know. So like um, uh, it's know, i It's not that I. There's this loyalty I ha- I have to Han Solo because when I was little that was my guy. You know, when I was a young kid. Mm. fucking loved Han Solo cool. you know I mean, he's the cool he's, he's cool. The cool guy yeah. he was the cool guy
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh I wanted to be Han Solo so like uh I'll forever hold Han Solo in a really high regard and uh mm. what's interesting too is that like uh you know what I'll save my Han Solo stuff for whenever I get to him but mm. yeah I, I love me some Han so that's I, I like him there and he actually works really well with my 16 uh because this is where I have Ben Solo uh Kylo Ren hey. wow uh, okay this is where I have his son. Uh, love me some Kylo Ren. Uh, love me some Ben Solo. I think that uh, if there's anything from the sequels universally, everyone was like, "Yeah, that was dope." It was. It was Ben Solo. It was Kylo Ren. Mm. Uh, his journey back to the light. The the conflict that character faced. Uh, just a really, really well performed character by Adam Driver as well. Um, I know what I
1: have to do, but I don't know if. I know what I have
0: to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it.
1: And I don't know. That that Rise of Skywalker, that ending, man. Like I after after rewatching the sequels again, just re- like how grand that ending was. Like
0: dude, man. I love like, the end of the, I love I love the sequels, man. man. Yeah. I shamelessly unabashedly adore those movies. And I think that, you know, I, I he used to be my I, I never regarded him as my Favorite. Uh, I did after the rise of Skywalker. I was fairly certain Kylo Ren was like a top five favorite character of mine in Star mm-hmm. Wars, and uh, I like fresh off of that movie because I mean that scene between him and Han in the rise of Skywalker. That's one of that's one of my favorites. Uh, period. That mm-hmm. uh, the way that parallels and whenever he like breaks and it's like official and he goes dad, and and Han goes I know the fact
1: that it's oh. it, okay
0: i wanted i i feel
1: like we've talked about this before but uh like leia is this is her like act doing like connecting is she connecting actual han with kylo here or is this leia projecting herself as
0: han it's neither um it's neither Le- I remember leia this in the moment i
1: think Yeah, I think you... I remember you... Okay, no, but I need the explanation again. The way that I I
0: do it, the way that I always look Mm -hmm. at the scene is that Leia, in the moments before her death, they... So, in The Rise of Skywalker, they had a lot of heavy lifting to do with Carrie Fisher's role, given that she didn't get to film anything for it, because she'd passed. Um, They'd only used footage previously shot from The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi, mostly The Force Awakens, and plugged it into... The Rise of Skywalker line she'd already read and everything, which is why some of the dialogue at the beginning feels a little slanted. Uh, But they do a pretty good job at it anyway. But uh, regardless, I don't think they had a shot of Leia that would have been good enough to be convincing. There's this moment whenever uh, Leia projects herself and she goes, Ben. And Kylo during the fight with Rey like turns around and we don't see what he's looking at. He is looking at Leia. Um, but we don't see her there, which kind of causes a disconnect in terms of what was happening. She did the same Mm. thing Luke did um, at the end of The Last Jedi and Force projected herself. But I think it's in that moment, the way Han Solo surfaces this, it was an interesting story choice just because in a galaxy with Force ghosts where the dead can reconvene with the living, it becomes a little unclear. I really do think it's just Kylo's consciousness coming back to speak to him and surfacing in a way that is Han Solo. Like he's making peace with himself by making peace with his worst deed, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, recognizing yeah. that his father would have forgiven him. His mother would have forgiven him. They always loved him. And even so, his father did forgive him. That moment when after he mm-hmm. stabbed him, Han like brushed yeah. his face. Like, mm-hmm. uh... he's. I think it's just an idea that he he knows his parents loved him he's realizing it fully and it surfaces as Han Solo just being there in his head. Um,
1: I think uh, I do have him a little bit later this episode actually, but mm. surprisingly um, I last list. I remember I had Kylo well above pretty much everyone else in the sequels. Um, Mm. And that I'm like, this is the storyline that I like and that I don't have really any gripes with already. I like, um, but Interestingly enough, he's, he's not the top sequels character for me anymore. There you go. Um, There you go. So, so I will, I will give that away, but he will come this episode.
0: No, what I really, what was interesting about mine this year is that I have Kylo at 16, Finn at 17. And last year I had Kylo at 18, Finn at 19. So they were always, Eh,
2: they've always been back
0: to back, but they both saw just a tiny little jump there, uh, by two spots and, uh, love me, love me some Kylo, man. I think he's, uh, I think those are two great characters and, uh, Someone brought up, like, a really great idea for the story that, like, we'll never get now, which is a shame, but, uh, like, this enemies to best friends story that could have been between Finn and Ben, which could have been really interesting, like, uh, the way they faced each other at the end of The Force Awakens, and then they could have gotten a rematch where it's, like, sparring, basically. You know, not actually fighting, but like, uh, like that—that could have been with really two compelling. blue
1: sabers. Yeah. No. yeah. Yes. Ah, oh, man. And, you know, we still
0: have like that's what I'm holding out hope for with Adam Driver's Ben Solo. Is that like, I'm hoping that's the most active we've ever seen a Force Ghost in a story uh, with the new Jedi Order. Um, mm. kind of hoping he's just around and can okay. just kind of be there, yeah. talk to everybody teach from be like, I don't, that's, what's interesting about force ghosts is that like, we're now at a point where it's, Oh, was
1: that what they mean by bringing everyone back? All right. Like, yeah. in- getting everyone in on the picture,
0: you know, we actually yeah.
1: have Samuel L. Jackson, Mark Hamill, Liam Mason, yeah. Yoda, all oh, I- the Jedi come back as force. I guess I would, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't be upset, you know, to see the all still. again, Could but be uh, I don't know that. Maybe yeah, maybe just force ghosts are a little more active, you know. And and the more connected you are with the living person, the easier it is for you to you know show up. So maybe that's why Kylo can't show up so easily because he's a dyad to Ray, mm-hmm. and maybe that doesn't stop just because Kylo is oh
0: yeah, dead, no you one's know? ever so, really gone. You um, know? Yeah, so. Fair
1: i oh, know i think yeah, there's no, a lot I think, more uh, to the i dialogue. think it'd be a good way to
0: bring adam driver back i think it'd be a good way to give ben solo mm-hmm. redemption beyond the grave is to kind yeah. of help teach the next generation um have Ooh. conversations with other jedi beyond ray like having a conversation with finn in the new jedi order i think that could be a really cool compelling idea both of them having been in the first order one of them obviously having done terrible heinous things compared to the other compared to the other but uh Regardless, both having come from the First Order, now seeing, the not now seeing the light, but they're both on the good side now. Like, it's uh
2: mm.
0: It's an interesting idea. So, uh, yeah. Ben Solo here at 16. Love the kid.
1: Alright. Well, at 15. Uh, this is... She climbed a whole lot, I think. I don't, I don't even know where I had her last. Let's see. I'm actually interested. Um, but this is where I have bo in at 15. Uh, and... The la- this season, Amando definitely helped that. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, Bo-Katan. and I think um, maybe I just didn't really pay attention to her story when I was watching Clone Wars and stuff before. Like, uh, she's just a a massive character. Like when it comes to Mandalore, and and it's this season has helped me realize that. Like whenever I'm going back and watching. Some of these arcs I've had just you know I've let I've let the Clone Wars just run a little bit sometimes. When I'm watching these Ahsoka arcs and I just mm-hmm. like to watch a little bit of Clone Wars and I'm like, man, I kind of forgot how just how cool Bo-Katan was like, and just how many different like groups and just di- different storylines she's had. Yeah, she's she's had so many different storylines, and I think my favorite is just I like seeing her you know as live action. It's it's still Katie, Sa- you know. It's I don't know it's. I love this this way that they can bring animation um, characters into live action and keep it as you know the just yeah. whoever voiced them just bring them in um, because they they have the acting experience too. It's they casted them probably knowing that you know I don't know just like in, in we ways. want experienced actors um, and it probably just helps I don't know just to have just both voice acting and real acting experience and they. They just so happen to have a lot of really good voice actors. And for the Bad Batch, like um, William or young William, I forget his, his real name, Oh, uh, Jimmy Simpson. Um, but like, I don't know, it makes me like in and, and Wanda Sykes and stuff like that. Like, I like, I don't know, like just casting these people. Is it for, you know, like maybe one day? They yeah, have like right. it's it's priming them, you know, like getting them into the star wars universe, like getting them used to their character a little bit to get the voice down, and then they come in and bam, you know you see them in live action whatever but um but no bocatan uh man i, I she she could have climbed higher, but it's just it's it's really hard to put her above some of these people right now, like I think she has definitely the potential um to go there yeah. in the star that she got, and I think you're right in saying that like we don't need any more. Um, that what she did it, it feels complete, and that we don 't it was a, a very happy ending um but what comes next, I think is really interesting um
0: and oh, I don't, yeah. and when i 've talked about uh leaving the story where it 's at, I mean more with den and grogu um Bo has a lot oh, of okay. challenges to face in her future, I think, and uh, oh, I okay. think that could be a really compelling story continuing uh continuing forward uh, i i yeah and i know I know for a fact we 'll get more stories with all mm-hmm. of them i 'm not I, I, I don't mean, hold but They're already calling
1: me. it the Mandoverse. Yeah. Um,
0: I think dumb as hell. Um Mandoverse? Yeah, like it's Star Wars. Yeah, like is it It's just that period of time.
1: Like it feels like they're keeping it separate from the Star Wars stuff still, you know. Like it feels like 'cause cause Thrawn and all the rebels people are coming up that it is like a separate entity, but I don't I don't know. No. Um I hope
0: not. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I. I think they're just. It's just a popular name. Yeah, I don't think it works. I guess it it
1: it rolls off the tongue well. Like yeah, it work.
0: Like I I get what they mean. It just uh, drives it drives home this sort of divide, and I don't like it. I I don't like the divide there. I think it's just, just Star yeah. Wars. That's it's the Star Wars universe. Actually, it's the uh, the Mando yeah, timeline. Not you know? even we're just in a galaxy as well. Actually, yeah. it's just one yeah. galaxy. But yeah, um, Bo-Katan, good choice there. Um. I have her a little bit later in this episode and mm. you know, you, you mentioned her, her coming above. You couldn't quite put her above certain characters and, uh, got her above my 15. Um, my 15 is where I have Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, um, love me some, love me some Anakin. You know, I think it's uh his story <laughs> is star Wars, you know, it's, uh, as a prequel baby, I loved Anakin when I was younger, and uh, I've I've grown to really really enjoy Anakin as a character and Darth Vader. Darth Vader is one of the most iconic villains of all time. I just, uh, you know, I um, I can't really I can't really explain it. You know, I think that uh, the novelty factor it's worn off. You know, like a uh, Anakin mm-hmm. has just been a constant his story is just set in stone it is what it is i've always known it i've always loved it ever since i've been a star wars fan it's been the same story the entire time um and i've really really enjoyed that story and i really really like it but uh there's there's this thing about anakin where i uh i love him in moments and there are a lot more moments where i'm like god ah, i just, just not just not not fucking with this dude and i know it's because he's manipulated and he's uh He's being mm-hmm. he's being fucked over and all this stuff. He's being used like a pawn. Uh, to an extent. There's certain there's certain actions he takes that are his choice. Um he killing didn't an have entire village. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. That, rough, that, was,
1: that was on him. That's completely. that's on
0: him. That's on him. Uh, and I
1: guess, you know, I, if you remove Palpatine, is he a different person? Yes. Completely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um absolutely. But he he's still definitely got conflict in him, like mm-hmm. without a doubt. And uh, I mean, I got him a little higher up. That's for sure. Won't come this yeah, episode. Yeah. I figured um, but... not.
0: But that, that's that's the thing is that like I I, I love I love this character. You know, mm-hmm. I do I do think this is. I get where you're
1: coming from. Yeah, no, like, yeah.
0: totally. he yeah. is Star Wars. I think there's this just there's this element to him where it's the way I felt about Revenge of the Sith. You know, Revenge of the Sith in the long term. Probably the most rewatched movie I've ever watched of Star Wars. I haven't watched Revenge of the Sith nearly as much as I have other Star Wars movies in the last couple of years. So, like, there's just this element to it where, like, it's not like I've gotten tired of it. It's just that I've finally gotten to a point where I appreciate everything else so much more. Um, and yeah. it's, uh, it's affected it in a way where like, it just kind of slips, slips down the ranking a little bit and it's not, uh, it's not an indictment of the character of the movie. It's just a reflection of the evolution of the way I felt about star Wars. And, uh, cause at a point Anakin shit, when I was younger, yeah, I'd have been hard pressed to tell you Anakin wasn't top two with Han Solo. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, Hey, me and my brother, we always fought. I was Obi-Wan, he was Anakin, but deep down I'm like. If I could look like anyone, though. if I could look like Anakin, I'd look like God, Anakin. God damn. Let like, I mean, me look like it, yeah. So wow. I mean, yeah. I, I liked Obi. I was more of the 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 goody goody. I guess mm-hmm. like Obi wan That's where I you yeah. know decided. But like, nah, Anakin. He was he was the cool. He was the Han Solo for me. He was like, if I just I just didn't want the anger issues. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I, I could just if I could have Anakin's power, like his ability. Yeah, you know,
0: and, you know I, my my like uh. My perspective on just like uh, the characters I love and the stories I enjoy has just evolved a lot. When I was younger, I loved villains. Like, I was like, mm. like when I watched The Incredibles, I loved Syndrome. I loved, like, I loved all these characters. So, like, yeah. I was younger. I was, I was a big, like, my brother was Obi Wan. I was Anakin. You know, like, that was, that was the shit that we did. And, uh, not because he was like, Oh, I don't want to be Anakin. No, we fought over that and I won. I was Anakin. Uh <laughs>
1: That's what the fights were.
0: Yeah, yeah it yeah. was a fight whoever won the fight, won over, the fight kept Anakin. Anakin. Yeah. Uh, kept we the we Anakin. had the pre-fight <laughs> fight, you know, uh but uh yeah, mm-hmm. no, I loved uh, I I I loved that character when I was younger. I always thought he was just the coolest uh, the coolest character. I thought the uh I thought just the way that character evolved and the way my perspective has evolved over time has led me to a point where I'm like, "You know what? Huh. I uh I'm all right. I'm all right. Sliding him down the list a bit. I do think that mm. he's a, I do think he's a great character. Of course, one of the best stories period in modern mythology is Anakin sky, the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker. Um, But yeah, just uh, there are a lot of characters who on a personal note, I enjoy the characteristics of a bit more from here on in. I don't have a single person who you could go. Oh, they have dark side tendencies my my top really? 14 are all all good guys there's no wow there's okay, no let's see. i got one
1: two three four um,
0: yeah i got four well, that's that, but... that's just where my preferences lie you know like so like this is the highest villain ish okay. character yeah. i have um
1: which makes sense the most human-ish and yeah, manipulated yeah. and not. Yeah, top really two, top his two fault, villains: but, yeah.
0: Kylo Ren, Darth Vader. You know, yeah. like they're 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 one after the other. That's I love a, those characters. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like that. There's something so interesting about the contrast between those stories. Where Anakin, you get like a much more lifelong, intimate look at, or a, a lifelong look at just his entire journey and his entire mm. uh devolution, uh. Kylos is much more succinct. His yeah. his like uh, and they do it the opposite way, you know. Uh where I guess they don't do it the opposite
1: no, way. Kind of, yeah. Uh, we see him Bad first. Well, the prequels
0: yeah. came. I guess Technically, we, we did okay. with Anakin. You're but right. Yeah. But the yeah. way that, we watched I, that's it. That's where yeah. I was like, well, wait a second. But yeah, <laughs> to, to me, growing up as a, growing up a Star Wars fan with the prequels already basically existing, mm. uh, Anakin started good and turned bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know mm-hmm. that's not how it was for everybody, but it was how it was for me. Um, started good and became Darth Vader. Um...
1: What's up? Thought of the possibility of prequels for the sequels. Do they go that great, you know? Is that or maybe not maybe not a trilogy. But like maybe like they we're, like we're jumping what, 20 or how many years in the future? 27
0: years after yeah, return of the jedi
1: maybe that movie and then it's it's ended. Oh, you know, maybe after like after
0: the rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, like we get I mean, like this next movie that's coming out. Yeah, so it's like 15 years and maybe like we get that story and whatever it happens to be. And then maybe like the next movie that they go is actually going back mm. like before. And I don't know, maybe showing uh, Kylo and, and Luke training. I don't know. I mean, I no, I, think I
0: think there's a lot of potentiality mm-hmm. there for a story there. I think that an animate, I think a animated story about that's these, these core characters Animation
1: this dude yeah because i don't know why i I need it to be a movie yeah just no
0: yeah like and even mm -hmm. so like shit animated movies i would never mind but even so they wouldn't do that animated shows though you know i think that there's a lot of moving parts leia's uh spot within the galactic senate uh her recognizing Mm -hmm. the rise of the first order and forming the resistance could be told could be told luke training kylo and his his devolution in the dark side snoke lurking in the background yeah To Kylo in his mind, uh, Ray's relationship with Dathan and Miramir, her parents, and how they're on the run from Ochi of Bastoon and stuff. Lando's daughter was kidnapped by the First Order and he didn't know who she was kidnapped by at a very young age. So, like, th- like all the characters in the sequels have very compelling stories between the original trilogy and the sequels. So, like, I, I think it would just be a missed opportunity to not do something like that. And, uh, Even in an anthology format, you know, I'd I'd prefer a a narratively linear story, but Mm -hmm. an anthology format, you would never, yeah, yeah, I'd never get mad about it. But uh, I saw a tweet that was like, um, someone was griping
1: like. I need more of these characters and live action. Like I just need it, need it. And it's like, Oh, if only there was a way to easily incorporate many, many characters and like storylines and have it, you know,
0: I'm just not, like, I I, I think deep fake technology and all that is really fascinating. It's really interesting, but just don't just stop. That's it. Either it was have, Yeah.
1: That's what yeah. it was. It's like, yeah. I can't wait for deep fake technology to get so good. So they can bring Luke Skywalker and Carrie Fisher and all these people back. And it's like,
0: I do know. Like, no, I, I don't want I mean? that. Just get, you have Mark Hamill, who still has a voice, can still speak, and voice acts all the time. He uh, has someone still there that looked exactly
1: like Mark Hamill did 30 years ago. Like, yeah. I, there was another two I saw. I was like, they got an actor that looked exactly like Mark Hamill did during that time that could play young Luke Skywalker for a long time. He mm-hmm. is
0: young right now in real life. Yeah. Well, he was then, right there. If they're so like, if they're so concerned about the reception of recasts, that yeah. like for some reason their idea in Disney's head is that Alden Ehrenreich was a failure, which is not true. Um, if that's the problem they have, then stop telling stories with those characters in live action. You have so much time to cover that's with fair. other characters. You know, yeah. like you don't need to tell those stories. Then I know they sell. But guess what? If you made an animated series about those characters, it'd get fucking watched. I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Like, man, wow. Yeah, man, I don't know. But uh, it, I think that post Return of the Jedi pre uh, pre the sequels would just be a great opportunity. You know, I was talking about how Ben could come back and talk to Ray as a force ghost. There's got to be stories where Anakin came back and talked to Luke. You know, Oh
1: we've never oh, seen yeah. that. For sure. Like, you know, it's 100%. gotta be a thing. Um, yeah. Would he talk to
0: okay. Wow. Can't recommend the novel Shadow of the Sith enough. Strongly mm-hmm. recommend that. It's a little little tidbit there. Anakin and Luke actually have an interaction, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Well you have Invader
1: here and, and Anakin. Uh just so happens uh, that my next person is Padme. So I mm-hmm. mean it's not not lining up, you know, on the same level exactly, but but uh right the there. order just worked out pretty well um here and uh, another character that is cruci- crucially underutilized i'd say um for for who she is um and like i don't know she's kind of like the leia before leia was a thing because no she's yeah leia's mom, within within but. the timeline yes yeah like and like just a pure badass every single time like you see like she is doing so much around the galaxy like the one that's actually putting in the work like everyone else that's in the senate is just cashing their check, and in going machine. to the meeting, yeah, just doing their thing. But Padme's the one that's actually going out there, seeing what's wrong, getting, I don't know, and, and helping. Um, and, I don't know, I, I think, like, Clone Wars def- I, it might just be the best, sadly, like, the best Padme. Um, because, because you actually just get to see her do that stuff a lot. Um, but, I mean, Natalie Portman in, in the prequels, I mean, just the whole... Um, bait-and-switch of, you know, protecting, or, like, um, I don't know, the Queen and, and Padme and, and mm. the whole, I don't know, that, that like, just, and the love, like, the whole love story from just seeing, like, Anakin walking in, like, oh, are you an angel? And they're just, they're automatically, you know, a, a thing just from, just, for, like, from sight and um, them rolling around in the flower fields, like, their, their wedding, you know, uh, or them, I don't know, I guess, secret wedding and all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll just Padme is uh she was my childhood crush uh, mm. for quite a long time. I'd say there's there's not not anyone that, that got above Padme. Um Yeah,
0: no, same man. And, Padme and, was uh, always, always uh a lovely, lovely lady, a wonderful character. And uh yeah, I've got I've got her a little bit in here in a little bit before the end of this episode. So uh okay. I will also be talking Padme before long. Wow. Well, but yeah, okay. that's the that's the queen of Naboo, you know, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a wonderful, wonderful character. Um, but yeah, 14, I'm gonna stick with you in the Phantom Menace realm and I'm gonna go Qui-Gon Jinn got him okay, above Anakin and Kylo and all that. Uh, so, uh, love me some Qui-Gon. You know, I think that he's one of the, all the reasons you said he's just, he's the ideal Jedi, you know, like he's, mm-hmm. he's just questioning of the order enough to be free thinking but not so questioning of the order that he ever thinks. Man, I need to do the opposite of that. Mm. Um, is it Stellan Geos? Is that the super chill? Is that is that the what
1: I'm thinking of, or am I mixing up?
0: I think you're thinking of Orla Jereni, like the Wayseeker.
1: No, no, the 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 guy who's asexual. Um, oh, that's Leox Giassi. There it is. Okay, yeah, that that's like the closest comparison to Qui Gon yeah, I can make. Yeah. That's like he's not quite there to to leox's level. You know, leox is the most chill the most chill I think at, yeah, in the Star Wars universe. Um but Qui-Gon he's he's like the closest uh to that that the Jedi order seems to have. Yeah, um, there's
0: actually a Duku's apprentice before Qui-Gon, Rael Avaros who uh Qui-Gon has a few interactions with in the book master and apprentice, which is kind of my mm-hmm. premier Qui-Gon content outside of the Phantom Menace. Uh where Rael is a much he's he's a much more matured Jedi Master who is very 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 free thinking. He uh, he mm. was in he was inspired by Dooku in and a great deal didn't go dark or anything, but he was questioning of the order and the way that he was like I can fuck if I want to. Um, that okay. dude was uh that dude was <laughs> laid back as hell. Um, mm. very very chill guy. Um, yeah, nothing. I guess
1: it's just attachments. That is not allowed. I mm. guess like you can so he was just like he was fucking like, yeah, without can, attachment. There was nothing there's
0: nothing without there's no problem with getting laid, you know. Okay. He, okay. he also had like a deep southern or <laughs> deep Texas accent. <laughs> but there's nothing there's nothing wrong with getting laid every now and then, you know, there that ain't no problem. And uh Quion like walks in on him with a woman at one point and uh and uh he's like, It's no big deal, she was just leaving and uh <laughs> she's like she's like, Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I'll get out of here. Uh, Chill. yeah, Qui-Gon, uh, I, I love Qui-Gon, you know, I think that uh, that character has a a great, rich history, and uh, I love that we got expansion on him with uh, Tales of the Jedi. He's always just been a really, really laid back and uh, understanding dude, you know? I think that uh, mm-hmm. he's he's got a level head on his shoulders, and just one of those rare characters that no matter how his method, how he goes about things, you always feel like he's probably right. He's like, well, if mm-hmm. Qui-Gon thinks it, it must be the way things are supposed to go. Um, yeah. Not a lot of characters have that sort of 100%, yeah, you did this good uh, knew, sort of
1: thing. He knew Anakin was the chosen one off. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know how he knew. He felt it. You know, he sensed it. He just, he was very, in the first one to kind of go on that, was he the first to go on the Force Ghost? Like, kind of with the... I forgot what that... In the Clone Wars, like, that storyline about how, like... Yeah, with, like, He Yoda. tipped Yoda off, or something, yeah. maybe. Like, he tipped Yoda to go yeah. on that path. That's what it yeah, was. He did. Um,
0: uh, but, yeah, what's interesting about that Master and Apprentice book, though, is that he actually it dives into how him and Count Dooku used to uh, just pour over the prophecies. Like, they would... That's not something the Jedi teach a lot. And Qui-Gon just took a deep fascination with the prophecies and the sort of uh, uh, mm. the ideas of Jedis of old who thought they sent something in the force and knew there was some sort of thing that was important in the future. And there's this one um, there's this one prophecy that is acted on in Master and Apprentice that's like a, uh, when the Kyber that is not Kyber appears, the time of the Chosen One has arrived and uh and it's like and the whole book is spent like him kind of pouring over that like what does that even mean the kyber that is not kyber and then i've talked to you about the colon crystals these uh these orange lightsabers Mm -hmm. these orange crystals that are very very similar to kyber that are not kyber that act in a similar way and uh that's the kyber that is not kyber Mm. so he's all of a sudden like yo the time of the chosen one is pretty much here right like and so that might be part of why Mm. he's so inclined to believe anakin is the chosen one is that like he's like this is it this is the one i found it this is this is it now how he knew exactly who it was that's impressive but uh yeah love me some qui-gon jinn man he's a he's a hell of a character turned down a seat on the council to keep being obi-wan's master which is really cool what a guy what a guy. Ah,
1: what a guy. Qui-Gon. Yeah, never never get enough of Qui-Gon. And you know, we got Mark. him in the we got him as a Force Ghost in, in Obi Wan and what what was the what was the conversation there that was had? It was like Yeah, it was uh, basically
0: like Master Qui Gon. And he's like, uh, took you long enough. You know, he does, mm, <laughs> does that's his whole right. yeah. yeah. Um Come with me, Obi Wan. We have much to learn. What he's, yeah. I don't I know if
1: we ever teach just. You. Just a nice line, I guess, in general. I
2: have a very particular set of skills.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what he teaches him. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, I will teach okay. you how to save my daughter. Countless weird terrorist attacks. Mm. Well, Qui-Gon Gen- well, yeah, Well, not, not too far off. Only yeah. three or two people in between. So just a three-person mm-hmm. gap. But, right there. Yeah, okay. Um, And another person that you just mentioned... Uh, that's coming up for me now is Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren for me. Mm. Um, and, uh, so yes, still not, not the top sequel character, um, any longer for me. Um, but still very, very close to it. Very high. Um, because man was, was just his whole conflict. Like you were right. Everything you said, the conflict that he was constantly facing, um, and then like the back and forth of, of, hearing that Luke lied to Ray, you know, like about how it went down or not necessarily lied, but left out some details, you know, of how, how the night went down and then like getting Kylo's version of it. And then back to the, you know, the actual male version. Yeah. And, uh, so like that whole addition, like he just strengthened a lot of storylines, like the conflict, his storyline, like Ray, the dyad with him and Ray, like was so good. Um, like the, and, that a part that I didn't catch before, like that I thought that Snoke or Palpatine was behind that dyad thing and like that, you know, because he's like, yeah, I linked your minds together mm-hmm. um and I'm every voice you've ever heard. But then whenever he pot like they show up there and Palpatine's right there, um he's like a dyad in the force. Like how what a rare thing. Like he's shocked oh, so- at it. Um which is interesting. Um, and I don't know if that's maybe just
2: to I show that that
1: Palpatine, or that Snoke isn't just a pure puppet, you know, that yeah. he does act on his own and has his own will and everything, uh, which is really interesting if so. If not, like, I don't know. I don't know what that means if, like, if Palpatine linked their minds, and that's maybe what, like, started this pro- – I don't know. Like, he didn't realize that they were a full dyad, but he linked – Like linking their minds is something different than a dyad. You know, like he linked their minds and so that they could talk and everything. But like the fact that they can actually pass things along is what I think it
0: kind of unlocked something. Like it was kind of like a they didn't know how to do it. Then Snoke did it. And then they were like, oh shit. Like I'd be willing to bet he only linked their minds the first time they linked. And then oh. they just knew how to do it from then on. Although in the Last Jedi, they do seem kind of surprised every time it happens, except for the time that she goes after Luke. Told him the story, she actually goes and reaches out to him. I'd be willing to bet that's oh, when the Diane oh, was like unlocked.
1: that's that's you know? interesting. Yeah, I wonder if we'll if they get into that. Like, I guess she's going to be training a lot more in the Force, and like in hopefully, if Kylo's there, and I don't know, a Force ghost, we get. I don't know. I, I that would be really cool to dive into, but yeah, that's I don't know, part of the sequels that that I was never um you know, that I never disliked at all, but now rewatching it it's only gotten even better. Mm. Um Kylo and, and
0: and Ben. I like I don't know, just Ben Solo, I feel like it's just the and it, it's even that detail is enhanced by the show Obi-Wan Kenobi, like why Leia would be willing to name her son after Ben Kenobi. You know, like that's a That's a pretty cool little detail, you know, like that she is willing to name her son Ben and not just her son, but Han's son, you know, like there's the events of a new hope where Ben sacrifices himself to let them get away and stuff like, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: oh yeah, Ben's a huge part of their life. And I I love that detail that they're, they name their son Ben Solo has always been so cool to me. I've always loved that. Um. But yeah, I love me I love me some Kylo and Ben, so you're definitely not going to hear a peep out of me for him being at 13 there. That's a mm-hmm. great choice. Great choice. Um, but I'm actually heading back to the OT, heading back to the original trilogy, and uh, his deal just keeps getting worse all the time. This is where I have Lando Calrissian. Uh, love me some Lando. This is one of those dudes who... This is one of those characters where... It's just a a pure preference on my part. Uh, there's Mm. not been a lot in the story that has made me gone Lando. What a fucking guy. I love him. I've just always loved him. You know, I've ever since I watched empire strikes back and then return of the Jedi more particularly is where I start to really love Lando. Um, they must've heard about my maneuvers at the battle of Tanab. mm. Just, a. just a hell of a guy, man. I love me some Lando Calrissian. Uh, you know
1: how you again. said that, like in Mando, Grief Cargo was kind of imitating like the acting back then in like the original trilogy Star Wars. Yeah. Like Lando is like a perfect example of like a voice like that. You know, kind oh, of yeah. like a just the grandio. You know, I mean he's he's got you know his whole city. He's leading that whole. He's got to be. He's like based, I don't know the magistrate kind. I don't the know. He's kind of yeah the administrator. Um, and I don't know. It's just his voice is so good. Like just the way he talks and everything. Um, yeah, no, no, he's man, just I'm... a cool dude. Like talk we're talking about cool dudes. This is
0: the smoothest motherfucker. Yeah, in the he's galaxy. Smooth.
1: That's a good, that's a good word. He's smooth. Yeah. Um, that man's got the suave. Mm-hmm. A
0: dude's nice with it. I love <laughs> me some Lando. He's got the, he's got the best sense of style in the galaxy besides Padme Amidala. Um, fair. Yeah. Th- those are top two though. They've got, they, they, they know how to dress okay. brother. Yeah. Uh, Lando love, and some Lando, love Billy yeah. D, love Donald Glover, yeah. just both wonderful examples of a great, a great performance of a character that translates really well in terms of the recasting and stuff. Um, I've just, yeah. I've just always loved me some
1: Lando, and uh, another I character
0: that
1: I, I was never can't. like, oh, that's not Lando, like when I was yeah, watching I, that, like that, that, that's just, I don't know, like it's Donald Glover, and I, like, I, I don't know, maybe that was the only thing that was taking me out of it. Actually, was like, I just. I, I'm just I a bigger Donald fan of Donald Carter, Glover, you know? but like, it's just like, that's, he's playing the character of Lando, you know? Yeah, like, right. like, so like, that's, I really hope that they're not up on that. Like, just, they think Solo's a failure because of that. Like,
0: well, yeah, you know, they, they announced that Lando series a couple of years, uh, last year at some point, And I'm hoping that they've never said that that's not in development. They're just like, they're waiting for Donald Glover to go ahead and free up. He's been a very busy <laughs> man. Um, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's so there's there's only a matter of time I think before we finally continue some Lando mm-hmm. stories. I would really enjoy that. But uh yeah, let me some Lando Calrissian. I was speaking to that book Shadows of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Incredible story that Lando has in that book. That's where we learn that his daughter was kidnapped and uh that's why it's all the more reason I think Janna from the Rise of Skywalker is his daughter. Um Janna she's the she's the chick they meet on the uh on oh. endor who he goes like who, who's your family and she's like i don't know and he's like let's find out yeah, you know yeah. like that's i, I think oh. that's his daughter um because the first order yeah, the, why have that
1: line there yeah that is an interesting like thing to include there it's either there set, something... it's,
0: it's setting up a spinoff series or it's just alluding to the fact that that is lando's daughter yeah. um yeah lando's Damn. daughter was kidnapped um by the first order and he spends years and years and years trying to find her. And he doesn't know that she was taken by the first order. He just knows that she was kidnapped at a very young age.
1: Dude, that, that works out so well. Oh yeah. That just works out too well.
0: And that's what the first order did. They, they kidnapped children and raised them within their ranks to be soldiers. That's what happened to Finn. That's what happened to Jana. I'm assuming that's what happened to Lando's daughter. And, Uh. uh, and, uh, so yeah he spends years trying to find her and then he gets on the trail of uh a guy named ochi of bastoon who's got this uh who's got this kidnapping plot going right now and he knows that if he can help this family these two parents and their daughter that maybe it can lead him to his daughter and those parents and their daughter is miramir and dathan the daughter's ray and he's like so that's what Mm. leads to the events of the rise of Skywalker where he's like, uh, me and Luke actually looked for Exegol for a bit and, uh, we never found it. You know, the trail went cold on Ochi of Bastoon around here on Pisana. you know, like, so
1: dang, that's, I can't like, if you're already
0: on a high, high point with the sequels, that book does fucking wonders. Like, uh, Mm. shadows of the Sith enhances everything about that Mm. book enhances Palpatine, enhances ochi of Bestoon, enhances uh ray's story and her parents um because it actually goes into dathan's past as a clone growing up on exegol um mm. like it's like it's a fucking okay. wonderful book
1: well goddamn oh well, i mean uh we can continue the talk i guess because i got i mean ben i mean i guess i'm i put a lot of people together i guess right. um but this ray and ben solo i just kind of felt right i feel about the same about both of Mm. them it's not that like i said that ben uh isn't the top sequel character anymore but really like ray is only above him because like she was just good the whole time you know like i don't know she had she had the thoughts but she kept she kept you know kept i don't know she always kept on the light um and and just the innocence of her at the beginning as well like just completely unknowing of anything um and like the i was like the scene um with her and Maz of of her like actually being like you know the truth you know like you know what happened like that they the longing like, you seek is not behind like, you and i don't know like the whole the, just in like the innocence of her yeah that's what i was going with. The, the i didn't know there was this much green in the whole galaxy like even that like the innocence of of that alone. Like, she was just on Jetta. Just a scrapper, like, just trying to get by, like, getting food or portions. Quarter portion. Well, you know, for, for all that scrap, like, all that work she had to do. And it's just a little water bread. Like, I kind of look good. Like, a little water bread muffin. I don't know. I kind of want to try I that. I want to try that shit. It looks yummy. I, yeah, like, I feel like they can make that technology a thing eventually. I don't know. Um, but, I don't know. Ray is... She there's a reason she's the main character of sequels and I've I like um I was just blinded by, you know, the the sequel hate and everything and
0: palpatine,
1: all that stuff. It's hard stuff.
0: when you hear so many things but, from people you think you should trust. You know, and and I
1: saw a, a tweet that was like How could Ray fly so well? Where did she learn to fly? And Where did I was, And I was like, Okay. Where did, Where did Poe? Um Let's let's look at everyone's prime boy, Anakin Skywalker. That mm. dude did nothing but pod raced, and then he hopped in a Naboo starfighter and blew up the fucking Trade Federation's blockade by himself. He went in there and blew that shit up. Yep, that's a kid. Um, and I, yeah, so um, and Ray, even in the movie, she like grazes against mountains and shit. Like she's mm. making mistakes. Like it's not like she's flying perfectly. It's not like she's fine like Poe. And doing right. all that shit, you know, like you see Poe and experience, you know, flyer do that shit, and you're like, okay, that's a fly, you know, that's a pilot. And then you see, like Ray does some some cool stuff. She's also a Palpatine, like she, she was, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Like she has massive Force capabilities. Like I don't understand how like people like keep forgetting about like the Force and everything. <laughs> and I don't, oh, I don't know, like oh, it's Force, it's yeah. not
0: real life. Um, at all, and like I don't know, but like, yeah, no, I think uh, I think we've seen uh, plenty of evidence that a a a force sensitive being <laughs> is naturally good at things.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just what happens. Um, but and then like her training that she even does go through, like with Leia, like the fact that we even get that is amazing. Like just the idea of that alone, that like, uh, and and the implications that Leia lay down her lightsaber for, you know, getting that through, you know, getting that knowledge through that too. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. and. and and her give you know, Leia like giving Ray her lightsaber, um, or like not giving, but like giving the light, giving Luke's lightsaber officially yeah. and like passing it on, like kind of not like she's like one day I'll earn this, but like Leia is it's also like kind of like I may not see you, like she's I don't know, like I don't know how to take that scene. It's like she's handed it off kind of like the last time
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: she knows. Sort of, and, like, I, I give this to you. Like, I, I don't know. Like, she kind of, I don't know. It does seem that, like, she knows this is, like, the last kind of passing it's, it's of it. the last time um, we'll see
0: each other, sort of, yeah. But no, Ray I...
1: is still of the mindset of, like, I will earn this someday. She's like, this mm-hmm. still isn't mine. I don't, I, you know, it's not mine. I will earn this someday. And, and that's, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see what she does with the new Jedi Order because I, I couldn't think of, like, a better, like, someone who's involved with so many different families, and, like, she has so much conflict with her, but she was, like, not around any of it, you know, kind of, kind of like Anakin at first, like, has so much Chosen One and all this stuff bringing him up, but he's just on Tatooine, a slave, and no one knows about him, you know, and it's, and that's how Ray started, and um, I don't know, it's just, those stories are, are just, they, it works well, you know, It it's what yeah. the prequels were written, you know, all about, and I think, It's kind of, we got like all of that sped up. We got like the prequels and the OT for Ray. Yeah. Um,
0: So, um, but yeah, she. Hero to hero sort of thing going on there. Fight the
1: climb. Let's see. I guess she was at, let's see, last year or last time. She was at 67. So yeah, criminal. Um, Criminal. Criminal. Very criminal. I see that as criminal now. But Yeah, Yeah, last
0: year I had her at 13 and I Mm -hmm. had Anakin at 12. So she's made for Anakin now. There you go. Uh, but yeah, she won't be this episode for me, so that'll be a be a nice little as much nice yeah. little nice little cool. one there. But my twelve, uh, I'm gonna stick with the powerful women. I'm going with Padme Amidala here. That's where right. Padme goes for me. I love me some Padme. Mm-hmm. She's just a res- resilience defining uh, force. You know, I think that uh, her children just get so much from her without ever having met her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, Leia inherits her uh you know, her her kindness and her uh disposition to uh diplomacy and all this stuff from from her mother and I think Luke gets the same, you know, her mm-hmm. his kindness and his well-being like they get they get so much from their mom and I think that uh Padme doesn't get enough credit for that sort of thing you know it's why i love uh it's why i love some of the books you know it's why i love uh the mm-hmm. book bloodline uh, leia actually mentions padme and thinks about padme and it's like that was my mother and uh, i never met her but i know that i got a lot from her and uh
1: and even in the original trilogy like don't luke and leia like actually have a moment of like what do you remember about our mother? And Leia's like, I remember that she was kind and beautiful. And like, I don't know, it was just like, that was it. You know, that was like all they ever mentioned, I think, in like the original trilogy. Um, But no, it's definitely like, they definitely got a lot passed down from her. And it's just such a, like, I mean, obviously you look at Darth Vader, like obviously they didn't get you know, the Darth Vader tendencies, but, but of the Anakin, you know, before play he Darth Vader yeah. and stuff yeah, like, Anakin. but definitely the, the, the more empathetic parts come from Padme. That's, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, without a doubt.
0: Well, that's, um, that's, what's interesting about Leia is that uh, she gets a lot from Padme, but she gets, she gets a lot from Anakin too. Like the headstrong, Mm. Go, running into battle, guns a-blazing, ready to do what needs to be done. I know that Padme was like that too, but Anakin fought in wars and stuff. He had a lot more examples of that being the case. Uh, Yeah, man. I, I I love me some Padme Amidala. I think that uh, Padme Amidala Naberri, Naberri is her actual last name.
2: Oh. Uh, Amidala
0: was her picked last name for when she became queen because it's like, a, uh, it's like an anonymous thing. Nobody knew that they were electing Padme Naberi as their queen. They knew they were electing Queen Amidala.
1: Um, huh? Yeah. How do, What is? So it's like a they're electing someone they don't even
0: know. They or... they they enter the they enter a race under oh. the name they are going to use as their queen name. They're. Like I Padme was okay. uh, supposed to be hmm. off planet. Padme Naberry was off planet doing other things while Queen Amidala was reigning, I so see. that her family couldn't be harmed, so that things don't happen to the people she loves. Uh, it's a, it's an incredibly objective way to hold elections. Wow,
1: okay. Nobody That's knows that she's cool.
0: Padme Nabberey. They yeah. know she is Queen Amidala.
1: That's um, sick. which is
0: why it also works that she can have handmaidens who can step in for her because. Yeah. It's just Queen Amidala. It's not. Uh, it's not Padme. It's It's kind of all. It's kind huh. of all of them. And it's a cool little system they got working there. But yeah, Padme Naberry became Padme Amidala Naberry.
1: And uh,
0: yeah, wouldn't have that name unless she became queen. Well, I
1: did not know that before today at all. Mm-hmm. I learned, I, I, I every time. New. Every time. But okay, we're at the tippy top of this tier, I guess. This episode. And right. Yeah, so this will going. be the this will be the
0: last one for the episode.
1: I just wanted to make sure. Uh because I, I'm building him up because he deserves it. And this is uh this is quite the big character. Um I, I had him in the top ten at first and then I, I kinda I don't know. But he he's close to getting there, and maybe next season he will. But this is where I have Cassian, um andor Ooh. for me. Um and I was really debating, like going hard the top ten here. Because this is – he's one out from the top ten. Mm. And I was debating on how much, like, time that I spent with a character matters versus mm. how much I just, like, fuck with the character arc of someone. You know? right. and And Cassian has just – I mean, that's what the first season of Andor is. It's his character arc, and it's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. It is masterfully written. It is amazing. Um, and also in Rogue One, you know, like, as is, I don't know, he does very good there. I mean, I, I like him way more for Andor, and that's where my love for him has grown the most. Right. Um, and I don't know. I, I did have him quite high up at first. And then I think, I think he has, th- that's the thing, he's 11 now. Right. Um, and the only people who, who are above him that are sort of newer um, is really just... Mando, like the new Mando people, and like that's it. But everyone else is established, long legacy characters, pretty yeah, much. for right. Me. And if if he's already here now at eleven, I mean, I, I'm, I'm without a doubt that he could become like one of my favorite, like top, yeah, like top five, sort yeah, of shit. Like uh, so, I, I I see him only going up from here, um, mm. and and I I just. It it feels wrong to not have him in the top ten, and I am gonna say some names, um, that will probably piss some people off in my top ten, but it's <laughs> my top ten. Um, yeah, it's that's your how top I ten feel about these characters, and I, it's just more for no. It's, this it's is preference, yeah. you know.
0: We're not talking about who the best characters mm-hmm. in in the world are, you know. It's critically, just a... yeah. He's like one,
1: like critically, yeah. you know. Like if you actually want to get like a character arc, like I don't know, like maybe he actually could be one critically, um. It could be up there for sure. But uh yeah, I, guess that, nah, that, that yeah. could, I don't that, I don't blame anyone a, for your preference. A, a, I don't know. That could be a, a big take there, one critically of all of Star Wars. I don't I've never yeah. really thought of that. Um Yeah, but, I mean
0: if we're if we're appealing to a certain uh if we're talking about a certain sect of the fandom, I have a feeling I have five people in my top ten who uh a lot of people would go, and Mary Sue, wham. Uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it's just mm. fuck 'em, you know. Like it's mm-hmm. it's all about what you what you want, you know. And I think that uh whatever you prefer is what you prefer. And uh having Cassian outside your top ten, hey man, I ain't gonna knock you. I do have him in my top ten though. I'll have him next week. Mm. Uh, or That's on good, Thursday, though. May the fourth. Um mm-hmm. That's good. But though. yeah. To top off the episode officially, I'm gonna repeat one that you said earlier. This is where I have Bo-Katan Kreeze. I got her climbing quite high after Mm. season three of The Mandalorian. An excellent character performed just wonderfully by Katie Sackhoff. And uh, I loved the arc she went on in Mandalorian season three. That uh, The feeling down on herself, like she's she's not going to accomplish anything she's ever set out to do. Uh, She's given up hope and then it's reignited and she retakes Mandalore with the help of her people. Just an awesome, awesome character. And, uh, I love her. I love her, man. And, uh, Mm -hmm. don't have, don't have a ton to say about her. Like you said, she's been, she's been all over the clone wars, been all over rebels. She's been everywhere, man. She's a big character throughout the history of Mandalore. And, uh, I just, I just, I'll always like that character. I'll never forget Mm -hmm. that, uh, After Satine died, whenever Obi-Wan, like, says goodbye to her and is like, she was your sister, wasn't she? And she just kind of, like, sits there and he goes, I'm so sorry. And then, like, just, like, dude. And, like, you could tell that's, like, a big turning point for Bo-Katan. That sort of, like, Mm. the death of her sister, you know? She was a Death Watch Mandalorian. She was fighting against what her sister had established for the rule of Mandalore. And uh, it changed changed her perspective it changed the way that she thought um and now she's become the ruler that i think her sister would proud to see her be you know and i think that's really important wish the show would have keyed in on it a little bit more but that's okay um a thing
1: i think i was a little uh i want to kind of now that i've sat with the season uh completely i'm, I'm kind of going back and How I thought about it was kind of wrong. And I'm like, I want Den to take the helmet off for him to realize his faith is wrong, all of this, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm kind of just because that's how I think, Mm. you know, like I am not religious really myself. So I'm wanting Den to go more that route. And that's that's kind of wrong. I shouldn't have really thought that way. Like, it's not wrong that he is still like believing in his faith. And like, and now that Bo is kind of even. I don't know. She, she 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 sees kind of some things in in like I don't know the the mythosaur. She saw that that changed her her worldview a whole lot. Uh, the way that she thinks of things. She was thinking about keeping her helmet on. You know, like when the armor told her take her helmet off. She was like, I I I, I don't you know. okay like, with that. I, I, I like are you like I, it was kind of interesting whether it was like. Are you okay with that? like I don't know if I want to take my helmet off, you know, like i don't like it it might have been like an inner conflict sort of thing, um mm. which is interesting, but I think yeah her um just it was it was very you know there are a lot of religious cues in 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 this season mm. um without a doubt, and I think it's just now that I've looked at it all and just I think it's just John favreau like his life just kind of coming through. I think, like, it's pretty clear. I don't know if it is, and I don't want to, like, just kind of bring this discussion up out of nowhere, but, like, it just feels like it's very, like, a Jewish, like, a lot of Jewish, I guess, tro- or just story, like, elements um, hmm. were popping up in, in this. Like, the, the covering of their face is kind of similar to just the headpieces they wear. Well, they're I not mean, allowed um... to take them off, even if they're, like, alone, which is, like, an interesting thing that I... I didn't think about is like Din doesn't even take his helmet off when he's alone um, because he's like that like faithful to it. Like even like some, when he eats and stuff like that, he'll take it off. But like he like, he still doesn't like to take it off even at all. Like even when he is alone, you know, it still feels like bad. And like, I don't want to like discredit, like just their faith and everything. No. Like yeah. That. that
0: That's, that's but, what's interesting is that like, that's the, what we viewed as cultish in mm previous uh watches i mean like it's reflective of my own opinions of organized religion i don't think yeah. like it's that's that's all that that is you know because like there's a lot of there's a lot of religious uh parallels for uh or like religious orthodoxy like it's just very mm-hmm. traditional very by the book you break this rule you're a sinner sort of thing you know like that's that's, true. that's yeah. how a lot of religions work you know i think there's a lot mm-hmm. of christianity that bleeds through i think there's a lot of judaism that bleeds mm-hmm. through uh, Islam, man, like, there's the the whole, like, uh, you like, uh, modern Muslim women are, like, required to cover that's everything, yeah. but their hands and face. I guess, yeah. Maybe and it that's isn't like...
1: just solely, yeah, just, like, that, yeah, I guess that's fair. It is more of just maybe, like, a, a general scope on world religion, you know, like, how, like, because I think, like, I don't know, I, I feel like they're definitely trying to tell some, sto- like, a story there, like, it's, and I think that's going to be what season four will kind of be. I think they're going to dive a little deeper into that. Like, and I don't, I guess I don't know. I guess we were, we were very subverted from where we thought the season was going. So maybe they will go a completely different direction. And maybe they don't touch that because it is kind of, you know, up in the air and people don't like to have, you know, it's just a hard topic to talk about. People don't mm-hmm. like to talk about religion whatsoever. Right. Um, but it, I don't know. The, the stories that do come from it, like, um, could just spark some interesting just I don't know conversations between the factions and stuff like that and just see how they I don't know what they're what they really think but Hmm. but I don't know Bo's at the leading you know she's she's leading that now she's like I I don't know I really hope that she just goes around finds any Mandalorian that's kind of left you know that's still mercenary or in you know kind of still just not Know, doing their own thing, but giving them the opportunity, like, hey, Mandalore's open, like come back home, you know, sort of thing. Right. Um, and I wonder like what that'll be. Um, have like their own version of like uh how Obi Wan sent out that message of like don't return to the temple. It is not safe, you know, like do not come back. It's like the opposite of like Mandalore is safe, like mm. do come back. It is not yeah. poisonous open um, now. Yeah. And and I don't know. I really hope we see like her just plant like just all those just native plants again like all around the planet to like rebuild yeah. the surface somehow. I don't know. Could be really cool. Like we could see some like terraform like Star Wars, like just what we would want to do as a species, you know, like what if we could go to Mars and just bring all the plants back and stuff like that. Like we could actually just see Bo do that on Mandalore. You know, right. like straight up. Uh which is which is kind of what sci-fi is like all of it's to to give people like inspiration and and stuff is like we 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 could get to this maybe one day. It does seem sci-fi yeah, right. now but like I don't know. It's not that out there and and it's we don't need to do these things on the grand scale that they're doing them. Um
0: but just if the we follow the principles, you know. Mm. Um, of that but I yeah, know that's yeah, man. I lo- I love me some Bo. I think that she's mm-hmm. going to be a great leader of Mandalore, and uh, whatever they choose yeah. to do with her story in the future, I'm 100% here yeah. for. A king and a,
1: ki- a king and a queen, topping off the list, Cassian and Bo. Um yep. Here or this episode, so um,
0: got us uh, nice. got us got us some royalty mm-hmm. up at the top man. here.
1: But
0: uh, yeah, man. That uh that'll conclude this this part part six of the uh, of the top 100, leaving us only with our top ten. Uh, if you want to, let's run it down real quick. I'll go first. At 11, I had Bo Katan Kreese. 12, Padme Amidala. 13, Lando Calrissian. 14, Qui Gon Jinn. 15, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. 16, Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren. 17, Finn. 18, Jin Urso. 19, Dr. Afra. 11, I had Cassian
1: Andor. 12, I had Ray Skywalker. Come at me. Fuck you, if you're mad about that. <laughs> 13, I have Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren. 14, Padme Amidala... Naburi. Naburi. I got to remember that. That's that's really cool. Uh, 15, Bo-Katan Kryze. 16, Han Solo. 17, Qui-Gon Jinn. 18, Maul. And 19, Ezra Bridger.
0: Hell of an episode there, man. I mm. loved a, like, every character named. Love all of them. Those are all mm. fantastic. And it leaves us with nothing but the top 10. And I cannot wait for May the 4th, where we will be giving that top 10 to you all. It's a wonderful, wonderful top 10 for me. I'm feeling so, so good about it. And I like, just looking at it and like, mm. these are my favorite characters in Star Wars at the moment. They make me also very, very happy. And I'm so excited to talk about them. But uh, yeah, with that, we will conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom podcast. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with the Asocast. Our Ahsoka Tano coverage podcast where we are talking uh, arcs from the Clone Wars, Rebels, uh, et cetera, et cetera, Mandalorian, everything. Uh, We've already done uh, the Clone Wars movie, and tomorrow is the first arc of the Clone Wars, the Malevolence arc, episodes two through four in season one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just the very first arc of the Clone Wars. It's a very, very compelling one, and it's a big one for Ahsoka. And that's tomorrow, uh, Thursday, like I said, we continue our top 100 Star Wars characters with the top 10 uh for us and that's a very exciting one. I cannot wait for you all to hear that. Uh Friday we continue our comic book movie journey through film with X2, uh X-Men 2, X2, um the uh, uh X-Men United, I believe is what the uh subtitle there is. Mm. Uh, that's a very exciting one. Excited for you to hear that. And then uh yeah, with that if you would, head to patreon.com slash pod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of comic book reviews, book reviews, movie reviews, and the like. I'm writing again, and I'm about to do a Better Call Saul review that'll be posted up here before long. Very excited about that. And for $3 a month, you can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money, and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Um, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And rebellions are built on hope.